Hey there, single lady. I am so glad that you are here. I've been thinking a lot about you because as I record this episode, Valentine's Day is coming up. And I remember when I was single in my late 20s, early 30s, and I was unattached Sometimes I felt kind of bad about myself. So before we get started, I just want to encourage you, if you had a rough Valentine's yesterday, I just want to encourage you that you are awesome, you are amazing, and there are so many incredible things about you. And I just want to remind you that where you are right now in your life, if you want a relationship and you are not in one, that today's present circumstance does not mean that you will always be single. So I just want to encourage you, you are amazing. And I also want to remind you that your value and your beauty and how awesome you are has nothing to do with your marital status. All right, with that, what I want to do is I want to give you a little encouraging message about rejecting yourself because this will ruin any woman's chance at love. So I'm going to give you some tips about what to do if you find yourself rejecting yourself before a man rejects you. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Schutte. Shanna is here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Hey there. Okay, let's face it, like love can feel scary from the time that you are in elementary school and hope that that special boy is going to put a valentine in your valentine box to when you're 30, 40, 50, or 60 and you're dating, being emotionally vulnerable can feel really frightening. So some time ago, I had some one-on-one coaching sessions with some awesome ladies. One was in her 60s, one in her 50s, and one in her 40s. And although they each didn't say love is scary, I knew that's what they were each feeling. And the reason that I knew that is because they were rejecting themselves before men could reject them. So maybe you're thinking, okay, I do that. Like I reject myself. I feel bad about myself. I feel insecure around men. So I don't give them a chance. I want to encourage you today. So here's what this looks like rejecting yourself before anyone can reject you. So maybe you're at the grocery store and a man smiles at you. He's handsome and he's tall. So you blush, you look down and you tell yourself he wouldn't be interested in someone like me. So you walk away without even starting a conversation. Maybe a man tells your cousin that he wants to get to know you better and you think, if he got to know me, then he wouldn't be interested in me anymore. That's what always happens. So you tell your cousin, thanks, but no thanks. Maybe a friend organizes some sort of dinner party so that you can meet her husband's best friend, his workout buddy. She shows you his picture and you think, he's way out of my league. You go to the party, but you stammer and you stutter and you shut down in conversation with him. You feel like you're 12 years old and in junior high all over again. In each of these scenarios, feeling unworthy of love and being afraid of love can cause you to reject yourself before a man can reject you. And this can be a big problem because this behavior causes relationship sabotage. So maybe now you're going, okay, I get it. I've done it. Well, I want to tell you, I'm raising my hand right now and I've done it too. In fact, the third story that I just gave you about the friend organizing the dinner party happened to me. I had a friend of mine and her husband had this very tall, handsome workout buddy. And so she set up this special dinner party at her house for us to meet each other. Oh my gosh, I felt so awkward. 
the problem was is that I saw him as being better than me. And so they sat us right across from each other at the dinner party. And I remember I felt so insecure. And in my life, right, I had all this other awesome stuff going on. I was doing a lot in with writing and I was doing a lot of speaking and I felt confident in other areas of my life. But when it came to this and I was put in this situation, I rejected myself before he could reject me. I saw him as being better than me, me being lesser than him and not good enough. And so I seriously just stammered and stuttered through the whole dinner, didn't make good conversation, (laughs) and needless to say, it didn't work out. So he ended up marrying someone else. So it's totally okay, I'm happy now. But this is just a good reminder that the way that we want to be in relationships or when we're getting to know men is to just be ourselves. Because think about it, have you ever thought, you know, all the men that I'm not interested in are interested in me, and the ones that I am interested in aren't interested in me? So could it be that with the guys that you're not interested in, that you're just yourself, and a man is drawn to you, the authentic you, the awesome you, the person that is comfortable in her own skin. So this is a reminder that if you feel uncomfortable around men that you're interested in, and they're not interested in you, but the guys that you're not interested in are interested in you, this is a reminder that you are enough. Your personality is awesome. You're awesome just the way you are. So you just want to be yourself, right? So here's the thing. If you doubt that a man could be truly interested in you, you'll pull away, you'll push men away, or you'll shut down like I did at this dinner party before a guy really has the chance to get to know you. So during a coaching session that I had with a woman named Susan, she's in her 50s, she said, if a man shows interest in me, I wonder what's wrong with him. She'd received some messaging when she was young, and this was the conclusion that she came to, was that if any guy showed interest in her, that there was something wrong with him, because why would he be interested in her? So she'd been rejecting herself before men could reject her for years, and it was safer that way too. Because after all, if she doesn't give men who are interested in her a chance, then she doesn't have to put herself out there. And if she doesn't put herself out there, then she can stay emotionally safe and she doesn't have to feel the discomfort of being emotionally vulnerable, even though she says she wants a relationship. So if she rejects herself before a man rejects her, there isn't any way she's going to get hurt. So if you're like Susan or like I felt, if you feel like you're unworthy of being loved, what's going to happen is you may be drawn to men who aren't interested in you because that's safe, right? Then you're in control of the emotional situation that's happening in your dating and relationship life. Or you may also enter into committed relationships with men who are interested, but who you know you won't ever truly be interested in. Because again, that's safe. So why would you waste your time in these non-productive dating patterns when deep down you want a relationship with a man who loves you? Because the men that I just described, they pose no threat to you. Like I said, no threat to your emotional safety. And both aren't going to require you to feel vulnerable. But here's the deal. 
To love and be loved requires vulnerability and risk. It's not blind vulnerability and risk. It's not jumping into relationships with just anybody. It's not ignoring red flags. I'm not talking about that kind of risk, right? I'm talking about being discerning, but being open. So real love requires you to make yourself vulnerable because that is the nature of love. It means that two people connect their hearts with one another, and that can feel scary, especially at the beginning. I was recently finishing up some coaching that I was doing with a woman who's been working with me for about a year. And I told her at one point during our coaching journey, you know, you're just going to have to be okay with this discomfort at the beginning. Because when two people are getting to know each other, and when you start to feel interest and, and he's interested in you, it can feel kind of scary, right? There's that discomfort at the very beginning of a relationship. And you just have to press through it in order to get to the good stuff. So love is a risk when you first meet somebody, like I said, and you're deciding if you should actually go on a date. Love is a risk when you start to share more of your story and share the parts of you that you feel are undesirable. Love is a risk when you start to date exclusively. Love is a risk when you say yes to getting engaged and yes to marriage. Love is always a risk. So even after you say I do, There's a risk of your spouse dying or something going wrong in the relationship. As I get older and the years pass by, I'm starting to think about time passing. And I love every day with him. And every day I'm grateful to have him in my life. I just love being married and I love having my friend. But I also know that there is an end to this journey here on this earth, right? That we will walk with each other until the end of this life together, as long as God gives us time together. And then after that, we will probably be apart. And the thought of losing him is very, very hard and difficult. However, would I give him back just to protect myself? Absolutely no. Love is a risk, but it's worth the risk. If you're afraid of getting rejected or feeling vulnerable, so you reject a man before he can reject you, and you want a committed, loving relationship, I'd like to invite you to ask yourself some critical questions. So ask yourself, if I keep doing what I've always done, what will the results be 5, 10, or 15 years from now? If I keep my heart sealed up, if I keep running from relationships because I'm afraid of getting rejected, if I keep being overly self-protective, am I okay with the result that that will bring? There was another woman I just finished up coaching with as well, and she told me at the beginning of our time together, or right before she signed up with me, she said she realized, you know, I've got these unproductive dating patterns, like I'm really, really scared. She actually used the word terrified. And she said she realized that she either needed to get those things fixed, or she needed to be okay with being alone. So you have to ask yourself, am I okay with the result that being shut down is going to bring and the dysfunctional dating patterns that I may have? Am I okay with that or do I want something different? So you can also ask yourself, if I knew it was possible to have a loving relationship with a quality guy who's going to care for me, am I willing to take the risk to open my heart with the right man? 
So if you're ready to move past internal obstacles that are keeping you stuck and are preventing you from experiencing the love you desire, I'd love to be of help to you. Please reach out to me. Just head on over to shannashootycoaching.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-S-C-H-U-T-T-E coaching.com. And you can sign up for a discovery session to see if coaching might be a good fit for you. Also, I just want to invite you, here's something practical that you can do. Remember I talked about if you're in the grocery store and a guy smiles at you, you look down because you're feeling insecure and you're afraid you're rejecting yourself before he rejects you. That is like your comfort zone is when you look down. That's when you feel comfortable. So I just want to invite you to take a little tiny step outside of that comfort zone. And that may mean that you just glance up for just a second, smile, right? And then look down. So you want to just slowly start doing some tiny little steps to get outside of your comfort zone. So start asking yourself, where's my comfort zone? Where do I start to feel resistance? Where does that fear come up? Where I'm starting to reject myself before a guy rejects me? Where is that? And then you want to write down how you respond when you get outside of your box just a little bit. I just want to remind you here at the end as we close that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. It truly is. And I really, really want that for you. And also remember to keep it sunny. And I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, please.